millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. This is our uh, daily podcast uh, with all the best bits of yes. this afternoon's show. We talked about last night's game in Holland. We no, did. it wasn't in Holland, it was in Germany. Yeah, apart from that, we talked about <laughs> it. Um, well, we had a, we had a, I actually, we had, a, we had a, a good chat about a Burnley player. Oh, oh yeah, took that was a quite slightly fun, different yeah. turn. That was a bit of a quiz. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, what else do we do? There's a oh, all sorts. All sorts. There's a birthday. Ronnie brother. O'Sullivan came yes, in. Yes, yes. Ronnie did. came in. Tell us about his new book. He's a, he's an author of fiction these days. His third book. He'll tell you hear all of that. And uh, the moose is up in Scotland. Yeah, so he yeah. was on uh, reasonably good form. Cultural attaché to Scotia, of yeah. course. The perfect man to send up <laughs> of there. He is, yeah. Why so? Um, so you'll hear from uh, the moose as well. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed that game last night, uh, Holland against Germany. I thought yeah. it was, once again, a Nations League game. They had a lot riding on it. Uh, not from Germany, of course, but uh, honestly, they're so un-Germany-like at the moment. Aren't they? Throwing they away. They don't get 2-0 up and, uh, no, and blow it, do they, never, generally? It never, happen. But it was, uh, you were talking about this, um, Ronald Koeman and his coaches are uh, talking about this great sort of master plan that they well, had. Well, it was Ronald Koeman's coaches who handed Ronald a piece of paper and uh, that, that yeah. had some tactical adjustments late on in the game. Yeah, but he sort of said, um, next thing I knew, I had the notes, so I gave it to Kenny, and in that, and it's fantastic, the equaliser came from the guy. You know, <laughs> You're not making much sense. The, Do you know we've not said who Kenny is, have you? Oh, sorry, yeah, one of the coaches. No, he's not Kenny. Isn't Kenny the defender? Or isn't Kenny the... No, that's not oh, Kenny. doesn't matter whoever it was. Whoever passed the note. Anyway, my point is, he put the big centre-half <laughs> up front at, with 10 minutes to go, yeah. and it worked. It did. It's not exactly great tactics, is it, to do that? I think they had a, had a bit more of a tactical rejig than that. Well, that, according to this like, bit of paper... I, let me unpack van... what Andy just said, because good job I'd read it, because I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> Basically, what happened was, two of Ronald Koeman's coaches handed him a scrap of paper yeah. that had a bit of a tactical rejig Yeah, uh, put on Virgil it. up front. Yeah, stick Virgil, stick... Yeah, a bit like, you know, I mean, honestly, I wonder if uh, Manchester United coaches said, hand that, just put Fellaini up front with five <laughs> it's minutes It's the left. same thing, isn't it? It's much the same thing. But, uh, yeah, so they, uh, he added a piece of paper to the defender who uh, then said okay stick Virgil up front and a couple of other things mm. besides but my point was Ronald Koeman could have taken the credit for that as the coach because yeah. oh yeah I, saw, I thought that would be the way to go but he said the coaches did it he right. gave his coaches the pat on the back okay yeah but um, yeah, it's not a great 
genius. It's not Helenio Herrera can <laughs> reinventing football. Who's Helenio Herrera? <laughs> Some bloke that Brian Glavin always goes on about in the 50s. <laughs> You're not open today, created Andy. You're talking about Kenny. We don't know who Kenny is. <laughs> Kenny what works He invented Catanaccio. Okay, right, yeah. yeah. Well, that's an Italian restaurant, isn't it? It's Parsons I always Green. go there. It's lovely. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. Uh, Bill Leslie, uh, the commentator, he said yeah. at one point, he said, he's turkey-based, is Ryan Babble. I thought turkey-based. turkey-based? Yeah, that's very appropriate, that's isn't nice, it, for this yeah. festive season. When and- do they stick the lemon? That's slightly <laughs> worrying, isn't it? And Thomas Muller came on, yeah. and he wasn't very effective. So I thought he's definitely Muller light now. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's just nowhere near. Somebody as good must as he have was. said that about the play. He's like Thomas Muller, <laughs> but he's not quite as good. He's Muller light. Exactly. Yeah. So what? What can you do? Should we ask the listeners to tell us who is Muller light? Who is the player who is most like Thomas Muller but not as good? And we will get a <laughs> we'll definitive. Get it to the list of names. We'll, no, we'll get a definitive Muller light this <laughs> afternoon. Talksport.com, Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TS Agent J. At one point I wrote, the Portuguese pl- police will probably be happy with this result. Then when they equalised, less so now, says my notes. Right. Well, Dutch and Dutch fans and England fans have a bit of a history, don't they? So. Do you have a game of have another guess? Oh, yeah, go on then. Um, because I think this could take some time. Mm. Well, only we won't drag out for too long. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've seen, you may, if you haven't seen this story, of course, if you have seen it, it's not much point. But Ashley Barnes um, could be turning out in uh, European qualifying for which nation he has uh, discovered that he qualifies through his grandmother Uh, Ashley Barnes of course of of Burnley Malta have another guess (laughs) Gibraltar what you, they all haven't got, all got a rhyme. <laughs> Malta, Gibraltar. Well, it's got to be something with a British sort of, you know. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. No, right. it's not at all British. Not at all British. Have uh, another guess. Um, Estonia. Have another guess. <laughs> I've always thought this is a good TV format. This. Yeah, great. Go on then. Well, I just say names of European countries. And you never, ever give them the answer. So the, the whole, it's a live show. It's an hour. A bit yeah. like the old million pound drop used yeah. to be. And it's that. So it'd just be you for an hour. Okay. Give me another Latvia. One. Have another guess. Norway. Have another guess. Um, Sweden. Have another guess. <laughs> one more. Finland. No. France. No, no I'm I... play for France, is he, Ashley Barnes? <laughs> Sorry. Well, why not? No disrespect, no. Ashley. Why couldn't, if you're he play, listening. why couldn't he play for France? Because he's not good enough. But basically, oh, okay. apart from that. So what you did there was say, sorry, Ashley, and well, then qualify even, why even he couldn't if, look, play for Ashley France. Ashley Barnes is a fine player and he's yeah. a brilliant player for France. Well, you Burnley. just said he's not good enough. No, but look, if he was just sitting here now, Ashley, hello, do you think you're better? He's not sitting. Why are you just hanging on to an empty chair, man? <laughs> What's wrong with you today? Oh, do you think you're good enough to play Maybe for that's the world Kenny. champions? Is that Kenny you were talking about earlier on? Are you good enough? Ashley, are you good enough? To Folks, play the world I, champions. He's actually looking at an empty chair <laughs> and just, addressing Ashley Barnes, who I'm isn't saying, here. If he was sitting here, yeah, but you don't have to look at the chair while well, you I'm say acting. if he was. Un- well, yeah, for me, I don't care whether you. I know you're no, a bad actor. I'm acting for John. And oh, okay, Becky the producer. Okay, yeah, you're doing it for the gallery. I'm doing it for the gallery. I'm playing to the gallery. Of course, you're playing in the gallery. <laughs> exactly. Quite literally. Literally. So, what are you going to say to Ashley Barnes? Ashley, if you're being really honest with yourself, do you think you're good enough to play for the world champions? From I'm going to go and sit in that chair. Hang on. It fell over. Okay, you're, you're Ashley Barnes now, eh? Well, I'm, I don't know how he speaks, but I think that's a bit much, actually, mate. I'm a professional footballer. I'd back, back myself, and I'd say yeah. if Musa Sissoko can play for well, France, then true. so can I. That's very true, Is this like Tommy Cooper? I can go back to my seat now. <laughs> <You can. laughs> that's ridiculous. So anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, blimey. Uh, coming up today, A-Rod's here. Alex yeah. Rodriguez He's in town to promote the fact that the uh, Red Sox will play the Yankees. Next year at the London Stadium in the first ever Major League Baseball game yes. in Europe. They've gone to Japan. They've gone to Mexico. 
My son's registered for tickets. He sent me a thing first yeah. thing this morning. Well, this is what Aaron's going to tell us about. Know, yeah, they so. go on sale on 3rd of December, but you can pre-register for tickets. So this is going to be about 57,000. It's two games. Two then. games yeah, over two days. But I think they'll sell the tickets. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, baseball's a good night out. I'm sure they'll bring yeah. the whole package here. We'll have the organist. Wouldn't it be great to... Do we know any organists in this country? Might want, well, they bring Steve, the organists with Steve them. Steve Roxton, I know he's an accordion. He's an, we don't, you don't want an accordion. Very good. <laughs> I reckon they'll, they'll definitely bring. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I like you, that. Is it a, the food won't be the same. Is it a home game for the Yankees or the Red Sox? Do we know? Well, that's a question oh, yeah, we can that's ask. That's a very good question. I've yeah, no yeah, idea. yeah. Because it has a bearing, of course, much as it has in all American sports. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, just over the, my shoulder there, I noticed that. Mm. Uh, on Sky Sports News, that the Kansas City Chiefs and the LA Rams played a game last night, and the Rams won fifty-four to fifty-one. You're telling me it's the second? I think. Well, I think it, it may even be. I'm just going to say you say it's a record breaker. Combined hundred and five points scored. It was a Monday night football record, apparently for for points scored on a uh, on a Monday well, night. Game. I don't know if this has got anything to do with it, but there was a story on Sunday about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. Yeah, and uh, he basically loves. Ketchup, tomato ketchup, and right. he's, he, if he, he couldn't play, record, yeah, that means, means if Conte goes there, he's got a problem, hasn't <laughs> he? he? Has <laughs> ketchup for life, and uh, apparently, if he throws fifty-seven touchdowns this season, you right. get the idea. Mm. Uh, breaking Peyton Manning's all-time record of fifty-five, Heinz will offer him a lifetime supply. Heinz or Heinz? Heinz. 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 That was fantastic. You got better ethnic then, didn't you? Heinz. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're right there. Yeah, Heinz. Heinz will offer him a, a You li- don't go into the shop and say, can I have a tin of <laughs> Heinz baked beans? <laughs> I don't really. No, you don't, right. do you? <laughs> I don't know why I read it like that. I don't it's know. Like, I've got a cold. What a poor excuse. <laughs> sorry, I have a cold. <laughs> yeah. well, it's Monty Python. What do you mean, miss? <laughs> exactly. Heinz. Yeah. No, not Heinz. 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 I'm getting Soften the Z, anyway, as they say in America. They've offered him a lifetime supply of ketchup. Yeah. But this was his quote. Uh, he said, uh, "I don't think it's weird. I put my I put tomato ketchup on my macaroni and cheese. Oh, wow. People think that's a weird thing. You know, yeah. they're, they're right. Some people think that's disgusting. Yeah. But it's good to me. I do Heinz. I do all of them. My favourite uh, is probably the what a burger ketchup. Texas people would know that. I'm sure Heinz are really delighted. I've had that before. You had it before the what a burger ketchup. No, that's never quite had nice. Well, yeah, I'm sure yeah, I've yeah. never had the what a burger. And well, look, ketchup. it's working. He threw 478 yards last night. How many touchdowns? Um, I think um, six. So, well, blimey, six. Six touchdowns. He's definitely getting that lifetime supply of... Yeah, uh, he's on, isn't he, from Heinz? <laughs> They'll be coming through for him soon, won't they? Yeah, it's brilliant. I, um, I love the story of the bloke who built... I should also r- point out it was the first time in NFL history both teams had scored over 50 points. <laughs> yes, it was incredible. Yeah. You see, there was a photo of uh, Michael Gove, the government minister, uh, going for a jog Not the morning. plumber. No. Why do all politicians jogging look like they're about to drop dead on the spot? Yeah. They always look so unfit. You think that's doing you more harm than it's doing you good. It's like Johnson. Yeah, it's yeah. the outfits that get me. They all go for sort of yeah. self-styled non-jogging outfits. They all wear stuff. <laughs> it? You know what I mean? Mm. It, it, it all looks like it's 
it's accidentally thrown together, but they're probably spe- a bit yeah. like Boris does, you know, that's Boris. Right. So he looks as much, much like a buffoon when he runs as possible. <laughs> I'm sure that's sort of goes rug- effort, but yeah, who yeah. knows? Crag Opper's fleece and his rugby socks, yeah. There's, there's, there's a plethora of Rita Ora stories in the papers mm. today. Mm. She even went to the theatre awards. She's got nothing to do with it. She's not in the theatre. Who's this? Rita Ora. Oh, yeah. Uh, then she uh, she left the BBC Live Lounge. So that's basically the other story there was this. she's either arriving or leaving. Mm. And uh, and then then they showed her, they had a big picture of her in the sun, actually. I mean, she's a beautiful-looking girl, there's no question, yeah. in a jungle print bikini. Oh, well, that's, um, quite, that's quite on the money, isn't it, with the, <laughs> I'm a celebrity on? But I love this bit. Rita 27 chose to pose in the two-piece from her Tazenis beachwear collection, despite cutting ties with her one-time best friend, Kyle DeVol. Who? <laughs> I quite like I've never her. heard of these people. Who's Kyle DeVol? <laughs> I don't know. The pair teamed up in 2010 but unfollowed each other on social media following a fallout. Mm. Kyle, who also worked with Cara Delevingne and Bruno Mars, wrote oh, yeah, on Instagram, yeah. of course, I've of course loved he did, and I've yeah. lost. Well, you mentioned Tazenis here, the other company she's involved with, and that's partly owned by Tazenis Irwin, the former <laughs> Manchester United um, left-back. Apparently, yeah. Anyway, we'll leave it there okay. because uh, somewhere in a cab in London sitting in traffic, is uh, Alex Rodriguez, and we will catch up with him very shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Done well, isn't he? He's only been up there for about half a day. Is he playing the bagpipes? Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, tremendous effort, yeah, mate. He, well he took done. a crash course before Jim taught him before he went up. <laughs> and the moose has been learning the bagpipes. So, um, yeah. Uh, he joins us now. Sounds of good. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, good afternoon, moose. Good afternoon, boys. Yeah, I've always liked uh, Scotland the Brave. I think it's a great tune. That's it. You are joking, I take <laughs> it, aren't you? Yeah, you are. I'm never quite sure with him. And uh, now, um, on the breakfast, on the breakfast, how's it cold, Andy? Uh, yeah, it's not great. Better than it was yesterday. Better than yesterday, thank you. Really, cool. it was yeah, honestly. But today mm. he's fine. He's a lot better. Um, now, the breakfast menu this morning, the breakfast buffet, should I say, had um, haggis. Um, what's wrong with your man? You when in, you know, when in Rome and all that. I'm not eating haggis. I mean, it looked, it didn't look great. Um, it didn't smell great. And when, when you know what's inside it, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to eat haggis. No, 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 not a chance. I mean, I've been, I've just actually been offered, I mean, I'm in a, a pub, speaking to you from a pub, yeah. not far away from Hampden Park, the mm. game is later. And they've offered me a haggis pie here. I mean, what is it with haggis here? I mean, do, well, there, do any other foods other most, than haggis? I, I've <laughs> said most of the burgers that you've eaten over the years, and you do eat a lot of burgers. Most, I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, many of the burgers that you've eaten, I've seen you eat, have been sweepings from the butcher's floor. <laughs> so I, I think haggis, mate, is, is a prime cut compared <laughs> with some of the stuff you've a, shoveled in there. They have some really, I mean, there's some really strange things at the breakfast buffet there. And not only the haggis, yeah. but there's sausages that were square. I mean, when oh, was yes. the last time you saw a square? The That's sausage. nice. Square. Square yeah, yeah. And, uh, um, uh, yeah, they said scone patties or whatever. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Thought, oh, I, I, like I thought those. that was... Mm. I thought that would be like a scone, you know, like a like you have with, with English tea, a scone yeah. and cream. It turns out it's some sort of potato-y type thing, which yeah. has been just battered and, and put in loads of oil. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to actually come to grips with what the <laughs> what the terminology of the food is up here. Yeah. I didn't realise it was so different. Mm. No, but it's a, it's a great city, Glasgow. You must be in, enjoying that side of it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a lovely city. I mean, if, if, it, if it stopped raining for five minutes, I'd actually go out and have a look at it. 
But I mean, it's, it, I mean, seriously, all it's done since I got here last night is rain. I mean, mm. you know, it, it, by the way, I don't know what time it got light this morning in London. Roughly what time did it get light in London this morning? Well, Give me an idea. Seven o'clock. Yeah, maybe a bit later. Right. Yeah. Nearly 10 to 8 before I saw daylight here. I mean, Ooh, you know, that, they, that's because that's you're a bit further north. Exactly, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, I, so you know, I mean, the wonder people sometimes get miserable living up, living up here. I mean, it doesn't get, dark, it doesn't get, doesn't get light till, till late. All yeah. it does is rain. I mean, apart it's from hardly Lapland, though, mate. Is it ten to eight? <laughs> really? You're not living in a twilight <laughs> world, are you? Really? No, no it's, it's, it's not. It's not. Is make friends everywhere? Doesn't yeah, it? I know. I know you've had your problems with with the Scottish people, but I've always found Talksport to be very popular up in Scotland. Due mm. probably to the fact that we've got seven hours of Glaswegian accent from <laughs> six till one. <laughs> it does get them on side somewhat. Yeah. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, somebody actually asked me yesterday. Mm. I got I got up here last night and I went out for something to eat. And as you know, I've, I've only got clothing that's got my branded name on it. So you know, everyone knows who I am. And um, luckily, you know, I've been asked for a few photos, which have been great. <laughs> One bloke came up to me last night. I was just sitting there. I was in an Indian restaurant. I mm. swear this is true, right? Yeah. And he said to me, are you off for talk sport? So I forget. I'm like thinking, you know, should I give the sarcastic answer and now I wear this for fun? <laughs> or, should, or should I actually say, yes, I am, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I am. He goes, all right. Are you the Alan Brazil? I went, no, <laughs> not Alan Brazil. I, I speak with English accent. Are you the Alan be Brazil? Be on drinking Diet Coke and see, I've got the moose written on me, not the yeah. Alan Brazil. Honestly, so I bet he wasn't drinking dark. Would be my guess. <laughs> Not if you thought you were Alan Brazil. <laughs> I don't think he was. The um, you said you don't eat foreign food. You're in a curry house. What did you have? Steak and chips. What did What did you do then? What happened there? Well, you, no, I mean, we've always, we've, no, no, because we've always said it's different in terms of like you know, sort of Indian, Chinese, and, and pizza when we're in when we're in England. So no, I mean, I, obviously, <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Flimsy staying slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo, built to last, designed to impress. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. A few reports. I just sent to Andy over mm. in uh, Spain. Adrian Rabio, the uh, PSG uh, midfielder, um, is to join Barcelona. Yes. Um, 
Uh, Tottenham and City and a few others have been shown an interest. Um, but he's, he's all right. You know, he's, yeah. just, he's just basically a body. Isn't he? He's okay. <laughs> he's, no, a, he's not one of those players that's going to make all the difference. Is no, he? He's always, not a difference maker. Kind of neat and tidy. But um, mm. his mum's his agent. I've always loved that, that she goes into bat for him. And, uh, yeah, that can be good. There. Yeah, it can be. But, I mean... It, you think your you know your old mum back in the day coming into bat for you business wise would that have been weird? I think it might be for me. Yeah, my mum was doing that. But yeah, anyway, no, I'm sure she'd do a fine job. Wouldn't be ideal. Yeah, no, not really. Anything um, else? Yes, I've got plenty for Go on, you then. here. I love the story of the bloke who built a radio station in his shed. Yeah, and broadcast only to his wife. The only bloke who's got less of an audience than us. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, actually. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You can't talk yourself I'm down too self, much sometimes. Self-deprecating then. there, indeed. <laughs> and uh, they did a feature on uh, various other sort of obscure radio stations. Yeah. And one's called. I've got to see if I can find it here. It's called the Buzzer. Oh yeah. And it is basically. Of course, now I can't find it, which is typical of me. Here it is. Yeah. Oh yes. It's a station emanating from Russia that's been broadcasting a monotonous buzzing sound 24 hours a day. Well, we've been doing that. <laughs> exactly. For three hours a day. <laughs> Since yeah. the early 1980s, punctuated by words, numbers, and, or names in Russian. has an army of fans, none of whom knows who's behind the broadcast or what they mean. Why would you, why would you be a fan of that? Yeah. Sounds like a winner to me. Oh, yeah, absolute winner. I'd Quite tune so. in now and again. I don't think I would. Um, I was going to tell you something. Then okay. it's gone. It'll come back. Right. Oh yeah, Harry. Have you? You've not. Harry and I'm a celebrity. I didn't catch all mm. of it, but I saw a few bits. But he has been keeping everybody uh, uh, amused with his various stories. Oh, yeah. Normally, at his expense, very sort of self-deprecating tales. And one of them was um, buying a pressure washer and uh, deciding to water the flowers with it in his garden. <laughs> <laughs> really. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he just, I don't know what came over him. Like right. he thought the old Kasha, Kasha, as Prince from That's Life the Dogs, that's his favourite kind of pressure washer. It is. Kasha. Yeah, he loves those. And so how he thought, yeah, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do the roses. Yeah. I'll do the roses. Our producer, he says he's shaking his head every time I bring up Prince the That's Life dog. I'd say that's quite who's his favourite? Who's his favourite cricket commentator from India? Oh, well. Yeah. I, there you go. Yeah, you have to really go through the whole uh, rigmarole. Who's your favourite commentator, Prince? Who's your favourite commentator? Look him up. Look him up. We don't make this easy for you. It's on YouTube. It's a dog that can talk. You mean you haven't got five minutes to look up a dog that can talk? Blimey. Yeah. These kids these days. I know. It's not the same as it. No. Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Uh, the actress and not the plumber. Yeah. Has sparked speculation. You'd have a shot if she turned up with her rods, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. Imagine that Elizabeth Hurley, she turns up in that dress, gets out of her van, blaring yeah. out talk sport, arm in the window. Morning! She's listening to that. Uh, hi, I'm Elizabeth. I've, uh, I've come to look at your drains. Yeah. Fantastic when she gets out. Got me own rods. She's wearing that dress. Yeah. And uh, where's the problem? It's just uh, it's been a few. Uh, it might be us. It might be next door. Okay, I'll, I'll go and check it out. And then she, she goes, puts yes. on that high vis. Mm. Lifts up the old uh, and goes down there. Okay, and she says, "Oh yes, I can see your problem here. It's just all—it's all backed up here. So it's you and next door. It's all backed up. I'll—I'll I'll go and get my rods." Good. Yeah. Now I've got a quiz for you about Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, okay. Is her new boyfriend called? Oh yeah. Uh, either Ray Dobbs, Ray Dobbs, yeah. Bert Smith, yeah. Go on. Or yeah. Nicolo Baratieri de San Pietro. Um. <laughs> What well, do you want to have a bloke called Shane? So, <laughs> Shane? Yeah, Did Shane she... Warne. Oh, Elizabeth yeah, that's Hurley. 
Oh, that's true. Shane, yeah, yeah of course. Shane, yeah. So I'm, oh, yeah, same um, so I'm going, well, I'm in these, uh, I'm going, was it Ray Dobbs? No, it wasn't Ray Dobbs or Bert Smith. No, okay, it's the third one, it, isn't it? It was Niccolo Baratieri de San Petro. Okay. <laughs> Brian Glanville. He was a rival plumber in the area, of course. <laughs> I've been saying, I've got three, no, I've only got two. I've got two T20 birthday spreads for you. Do you want okay. Those? All okay. right, then, well, we'll get Pallet out and see. I've got to try and guess the April of ice. Yeah. Is this what's going on? All right, then. Pally. I might only do one, actually, only like one. Okay, so it's a, he's sort of a birthday spread staple, this chap, in the old days. Oh, yeah. It's his birthday once again, the president of Nigeria, Good luck, Jonathan. Oh, yeah, remember him, yeah. yeah. Good luck, Jonathan. When he was elected, Bill Werbenick was standing on the corner. Just yeah. thinking, good luck, mate. Well, I mean, I get to stick for <laughs> Prince the That's Life dog. <laughs> oh, what, the televised first 147. That is sporting history, John. You can't argue with that. Um, I'd say, good luck, Jonathan. What is he now? Good luck, uh, Jonathan. Good luck to Pele. He obviously's not turned up for the first time ever for the birthday spread. Yeah. Yeah, what happened to Pele? I don't know. I'd say he, uh, good luck, Jonathan, oh, 69. He's 61. I forgot to give you a spread. Oh, that went well, didn't it? <laughs> well, what were that, I, Ashley I was, Bond? No, I'm blaming Becky because, it, oh, here he Oh, here he is, yeah. I started, better late than never, eh, Pele? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Typical Pele, rocks up when it's all over. It was yeah. um, it was uh, Jack Dorsey's birthday, the chief executive of Twitter, the bloke that founded Twitter. Okay, yeah. Hashtag thanks, wished he'd never bothered. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Do you know how old he is? Do you want to know? Um, part of it. Uh, Forty-eight. Forty-two. Okay, not yeah. bad. Well, okay, there you he's go. worth a few quid, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'd say he is. Yeah. Um, anything else? Oh, yeah, I've got something mm. for you. Okay, yeah. Do you know the uh, the, the vote? You know the transfer window vote. Sorry, Pelé. Right, cheers, Pelé. All the best. <laughs> Thanks All for popping best, in. Pele. Thanks for popping in. You, you may leave. You were now. late, yeah, and then you outstayed your welcome. You certainly did. Yeah. Get out. So uh, get out now. <laughs> um, yeah, the Premier League yeah. vote on yeah. on uh, the transfer window shutting early. Uh, they decided, mm. you know, the Premier League chairman yeah. to uh, shut it early. Although we we understand now that there was some talk, wasn't there, that everybody in Europe said, "Oh, we should all step mm. into line with the rest of uh, the, with the UK and all of us will close." But I don't know if they will ultimately mm. do that. But it was a really close vote. Matt Hughes column in the Telegraph, sorry, in the Times on Saturday, it was an eleven to nine Ooh, vote. That was so close. there were nine clubs that wanted to go back to uh, you know us rather than being sort of. I bet you Tottenham were amongst them. <laughs> yeah, I think they were among them. But yeah, so that was uh, eleven to nine vote to go where they did last year in it's the earlier just, closure. We sort of got away with it last year, but you know the, the, the idea that it's not unilateral, or sorry, it is unilateral, and we don't all close on the same day. It's, it's not a great idea. No, I, I find it very odd. You know, and it was a quite an unsettling period for fans. You know, that three weeks before theirs closed as well. Yeah, but but there you go. Uh, I was reading about a celebrity wrestling match between David Arquette, you know, the actor. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and a bloke who I thought was Nick Cage, but actually it was a bloke called Nick Gage. Okay. So I got all excited because I thought it was like an actor's wrestling match. Yeah. But he was rushed to hospital after a death match bout. The ex-husband of friend star Courtney Cox, we didn't need to know that, yeah. it's a huge wrestling fan, was smashed in the skull and face with fluorescent light tubes. Blimey. Uh, he clutched his neck uh, in an attempt... Oh, I, see, I love this. Star of Buffy the Vampire Slayer clutched his neck in an attempt to sl- stem the blood flow. He staggered out the ring, but ran back so opponent Nick Gage, not Cage, could pin him down to end the bout. He was then taken to hospital after Friday's uh, match. I mean, so was it? It was like an old sort of WWE style thing. They hit yeah, each other with tea trays and chairs. Yeah, but this was fluorescent tubes. 
I mean, Unless they were made out of sugar or something. Sure. I mean, was it like a Star Wars theme or something? <laughs> no, I don't think why you'd take fluorescent tubes in there. No idea. Unless you were doing a bit of Star Wars. Well, I don't Kids, know. if you're listening, don't be doing that with fluorescent. You can't find them anymore, can you? I don't think they're not as, not as popular as they used and to be. Do you see the meeting between Paul Pogba and Lionel Messi? Yeah, they happened to meet in a hotel, didn't they? <laughs> honestly, in Dubai? It's so bad, isn't it? And there's well, a why? Sto- they just, that was a coincidence, oh, wasn't was it? was it? I thought people drew... Very, very Cynical take on two footballers having Come a chance meeting in a hotel. Although the Daily Mirror got a story that he's going back to Juventus, which I think not a great idea. I think it would be a better move for him. In fact, actually, he'd be better for Barcelona than Rabio. Yeah. As I'm not a Barcelona fan, I'm not bothered. Is this a football story, and is it a sports story? A fox was rescued after getting trapped in a football goal net in a garden in Hove. It's sort of a football story, yeah. I can top that. Oh, yeah. Because um, we had, when my boys were very young, we had, as you always do, had a goal net set up in the garden, mm. five a side goal set up in the garden. And uh, we had this appalling row under this sort of screaming that was going on. Oh, what no. the heck's going on? So we looked in the garden and put no final point on it. There were two foxes uh, at it in our garden. Really? One of which was caught up in the goal net. So it was oh. very much a. Yeah. Is that why they were making all that noise? Yeah, well, I'm, part, I, I'm, I'm guessing so. <laughs> But it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a blood curdler. What did you do? And, well, I, I, I was getting pretty close. I went out there hmm. and um, you don't of, want to interrupt them. Well, I turn on you. Yeah, <laughs> throw a bucket of cold water over them. That's what you used to. Yeah, that's what the old nan idea. used to say. But I, I, I didn't want to interrupt them. I, hmm. like, I think I put some Barry White on, <laughs> open the window, and I thought then now. But, but uh, anyway, yes. um, one of them had managed to spring free. You know. Yeah, uh, and the but the other one was still stuck there and was stuck in the net. So I'm oh, thinking, yeah. the old, you know, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm not Chris Packham. No, that's so. True. <laughs> uh, but I was just about to ring the RSPCA and get them out. Oh right, and uh, and it got free. So it's oh, not good. a great end of the story. It just well, sort of fizzles out. It really, does a bit really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it. I peaked really at playing Barry White. I couldn't have got any better than that. <laughs> that's really. true. Sure. Okay, we'll leave it there, shall we? Yeah, okay, yeah. So definitely. what was it? You want a half a lager? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, it was a touch of a pub conversation there. <laughs> um, if you if just joined us, Ashley Barnes might be turning out for um, <laughs> Austria. Austria, That's right, yeah. yeah. I was going to do a I Don't Ask Me and see if you could I remember. wished I'd got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would have been still here. Have another guess. Yeah, exactly. Have another guess. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us in the studio now, he's back in print with a, another work of fiction. It's Ronnie O'Sullivan. Hi, Ronnie, how are you? Right, yeah, good, thank yeah. you. Your third novel. Yeah. You've, you've been busy. Like shelling peas these <laughs> I've days. I've been busy. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't play a lot of snooker these days, so I've got time to do a lot of other stuff. So yeah. I kind of like um, writing books and getting involved in that. It's something I like I like to do, you know, I enjoy it. Yeah. It's more so of an enjoyment it, thing than... Mm. So obviously the ideas are still flowing. These are kind of, it's an area, it's all set in Soho in, yeah. in, in, in the heart of London. It's an area you kind of knew well yeah. growing up. So obviously the the kind of creative ideas keep coming for it's, you. Yeah, pretty easy because you, you pick out, you know, certain establishments that I, that I know, uh, certain characters, and you just kind of just, just keep weaving them in and out sort of thing, you yeah. know. And um, yeah, so it's it's pretty you know, setting stone like so is a great place to do it. Yeah. So you know, it, it works really well. Really. Has anybody recognised themselves, Ronnie? Has anybody read the book and think, "Oh, hang on, that that sounds um, a bit familiar"? Because a few people are like it's kind of they feel it's loosely based on you. Yeah. Uh, don't they? The main character. Yeah, I'm sure some people have read it and probably thought, "Well, that's probably you know," but I've no one's actually come up to me and 
Is that is that me or is that you know? Thank, <laughs> thankfully, anyway. It's not an Irish, to... Irish bloke with upside down glasses. No, he's not. <laughs> None of the snooker boys are in there. I wouldn't think. Yeah, I yeah. like the cover though. It's very evocative. It's got that sort of snooker club feel, isn't it? So... I prefer this. My favourite cover um, out of the, all, all, all three. This one is um, definitely the strongest one so far. I like this one a lot. So uh, tell us, Frankie James is, yep. is the is the main character. So where, where does this where does this take him? This new book. What's he up to in this one? Um, well, basically, you know, there's um, there's two families in the book. You've got the Hamiltons and you've got the Rileys, and obviously, uh, one of the Hamiltons has kind of been a bit naughty, mm. um, but he kind of he's got Frankie blackmailed um, over something which is a lie, but there's not a lot Frankie can do about it because obviously. D- Dougie the son is believing what his dad's telling him mm. so Frankie again has got to kind of get himself out of a sticky situation um, and he just can't seem to get him, get himself out of it uh, really and you know a lot of it's a, this this one's around um, a heist um, in the art world in uh, oh. 1997 when uh, Tracy Emin and Damien Hurst all the uh, young artists were coming through so it's it's about that um, I don't want to kind of give it give too much okay. away, mm. too much of it away so it's set um, in that sort of Britpop yeah. era is yeah it? it's Britpop yeah, yeah. All, all that sort of stuff exciting times New Labour Oasis Blur yeah um, you know it was kind of good times for a lot of people um, so yeah and it's yeah so <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to give too much away, okay. but it's well, kind of... Um, it flavour. It feels like it's, it's, you know, the sort of telly you would be interested if people, the book's been options. anybody picked it's up It's funny, that? really, because I was, I was in Belfast last week and I was speaking to a guy out there who's been producing or directing, I don't know what it was, but he's directing um, some stuff out there and he read my books and he's a snooker fan mm. and he said, I'm, he said, I'm assuming that, you know, it's, you're going to make a TV series. I said, well, it hasn't yet been... Um, no one's taken it, um, and he was kind of like surprised. So we exchanged numbers, really? and he really, really liked it. He said, mm. "I really, really enjoyed it." So um, you never know; it could be something that could be on the screen at some point. Oh, yeah, in your third book, so presumably the other two sold pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really catch up with all the figures and the numbers. I just get <laughs> down to writing it. I work very closely with someone that helps me, you know, tidy it up because obviously I get a lot of stuff on there, and then it obviously needs to be neatened up a little bit yeah. and chopped down because. I'll probably over elaborate on and mm. put too much down. Well, I think so. most people need an editor, so yeah. it's not yeah. yeah. unusual. So that's the process, really. You come up with the ideas, yeah. you start to pull it together, and then yeah. you, you, the editor comes in and they start saying, "Well, maybe take that or expand yeah. on that." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will. I'll read it and I, and I'll just go. That's too slow. Need it to be a bit pacey. So you need to just take a lot out, really. Yeah. Just, I just want to. I just want it to be a page turn. You know, I will read books, and if I kind of lose interest in a book, then I will put it down. So until I'm actually ready and happy with it, I just go, no, we're not going to put it out until I feel like it's something I'm, you know, that I would like to sit down and read from start to finish. Who are the authors that you kind of like reading? Who are the guys that, what sort of stuff do you like? Um, I, I do like um, autobiographies. That was kind of my thing. But I've kind mm. of started getting into to, to read. I, just, I started reading Martina Cole and I, re- I really yeah. liked her. I mean, I, I was just walking past a bookshop one day and it was like two quid a book. I'd read one of her books. So I bought every one of her books. Wow. A couple of them I was like, I'm not really feeling this one but I've read three or four of them and I think they're fantastic they're easy reads and when you're on a tour and you're travelling yeah. you just want something easy but you know it, I really like her style and yeah I enjoy reading her stuff as well I don't know if there's a subliminal message in the book but uh one of the things that features in the book is the Soho Open. Yeah. Now, you've been yeah. quite critical about some of the venues that yeah. snookers, but you probably love a tournament in Soho, wouldn't you? Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> I think they used to have the World Championships in there in Windmill Street years ago. I think the News of the World used to sponsor it. So Joe Davis and wow. Ray Reed and all them sort yeah. of guys, that's where they first started playing. So, again, Soho has that kind of 
think where snooker really first started out. Yeah. Really, yeah. So, um, I wonder what yeah, they would have made of the Crawley Leisure Centre. <laughs> I don't think they'd have been too happy with that. To be honest, <laughs> Crawley was uh, wasn't too clever. It, I mean, you were talking about it. Must have been a bit odd, I suppose. If if like uh, you know, there you are in your dicky bow. You're already in your waistcoat, and there's someone walking past with their swimming gear or yeah. or, or, the, or playing it, bowls. Or it must. Be or the old sort of Veruca plaster sitting there yeah. as you you go on, you're stuck on the bottom of your shoe. Must be a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, just, but, you know, the first day you're kind of like, what is this? The second day you're like, oh, by day four or five, you just go, you know what, you kind of get used to it. You know what I mean? You just get used to the environment. You put up with it. You know what's coming. Mm. And um, but it's, it's not ideal, but that's why I pick and choose now. I try and stay away. I try and play as little taunts as I can because they're really, they're, they're, they're probably only a handful of decent ones. So, you know, if I can play maybe seven, eight events a year, that'd do me. If I was to play 30 events a year, I'd be in bits, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> just just mm. looking at my surroundings, you know. So, not for me. I'd rather just enjoy myself do a few bits and just you know just pitch up and play a few taunts and just get my little get my little fix yeah yeah you well, played last <laughs> week didn't you I mean, pretty good yeah. Andy Goldstein was out there yeah, of course yeah. Yeah, pr- pretty decent tournament I think you played alright yeah, yeah it was a good tournament yeah the waterfront was good great fans g- good venue um, yeah really good event so yeah, yeah and lost it, lost in the final didn't you lost in the final yeah Judd played well he deserved his win um, but I, I mean I'm happy with how I'm playing I mean I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the game which is the, the key thing for yeah. me if I'm enjoying it then um, you know, if I hit a bit of form, then you know, I think it takes some playing really good to stop me. Here we are. That was this afternoon's show, and uh, hmm. Austria, of course, Ashley Barnes. Now you all know. Have another guess. I think have another guess as a format. Just basically, Great you could give a whole evening's TV. You put four hours aside, give them a question, and then just repeatedly say, Alan Carr's have another guess. You put the right talent in front oh, of it. They'll like that. Yeah. It's got Alan Carr attached Alan Carr's to have another guess. That's all he has to say. Have another guess. Have another guess. What, like that? Yeah, a bit like I don't do Alan Carr. You know, it's not part of my repertoire, really. Okay, we'll see you uh, tomorrow. Uh, thanks for downloading us as always. Flimsy stands slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo. Built to last. Designed to impress. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free warbyparker.com slash covered.